Hey, Nation of Conversation, Tights and Fights producer Julian here. I'm excited for you to listen to this episode with Alexander Ludwig from the Stars series Heels. There's just one thing that I wanted to make very clear before we get right to the episode, and it has something to do with the SAG strike announcement that came through on Wednesday. We recorded this interview on June 28th. All of us involved in this podcast just wanted to be very clear that Alexander did not break strike compliance when he joined us to promote his show. So with that, here's the episode. The Tights and Fights podcast for over six years, a revolutionary force in sports and entertainment. because I am just doing the words with my mouth. Hi, welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and the hilarity that it deserves. Oh, it <laughs> I'm so. so dumb. I'm deep down <laughs> south, Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation, DW Calc champion, Lindsay Calc. Hi, that's me. That's me. We've been doing a Arrested Development uh, rewatch in... In this house, in this house, we watch uh, Arrested Development, uh, and we finally got to an episode last night where Job does a, mag- a magic, uh, an illusion, illusion Michael, uh, to the yeah. final countdown. So I am the happiest girl who ever did live right now. That was delightful for me. Also, yeah, I, I, uh, I also made like a bunch of whatever in, in the new uh, honest trailer. I made a uh, red. Fr- it won't get in there, but I made a final countdown reference because I had to. Um, so. Uh, I love when Julian writes vamp and writes things like, we haven't got to hear that I, Danielle, went to prestige wrestling <laughs> event in June. And I know what Julian is saying, but it's one of those things where it's like, I just, man, I'm fucking, I, I, I just put the words on the screen and I just read them. We're very Ron Burgundy around here. It's all very Ron Burgundy. And if it ever sounds otherwise, it is the magic really of Julian Burrell. It really is. Truly a gift that we don't appreciate enough. How much are you benching right now, Julian? What are we lifting? What are we lifting? Kidding me? I just lifted a bunch of boxes. I'm not benching anything. Look, <laughs> how heavy were those boxes? Too heavy. Are they book boxes? Like, I need to know. Look, heavy. that's you. T- look, that is. Uh, 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 there are muscles, as I learned in college, and some muscles are presentational muscles, and some muscles are muscles that you use. But yeah, so I went to Prestige, and gosh darn it, it was a really good time. We got surprised, like, by Zack Sabre Jr., which I think is the best kind of surprise. It was all great. The card was fantastic. I had a really good time hanging out with friends. It was a buddy's birthday. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, it was, like, surprise Zack Sabre Jr., and I was like, oh, right, he's really good at wrestling. I just will never get over that promo he did on NXT when they made him say there's more than one wizard yeah, that was weird. from England, That's not Harry Potter. And I, I feel terrible because that's the kind of thing that will destroy a career, making you say something like that. And it, <laughs> it's ruined him for me. And I used to see him at PWG and I thought he was incredible. Um, and now I'm just like, Harry Potter's <gasps> not the only wizard from but England. Just like, like, oh. his, it would be one thing if his powers were magical. It's not even a good line. It's not a good line. Even if he calls himself a wizard, 
that's fine, but like it doesn't even make sense because even if you subscribe to the turf world, <laughs> no, there's so many wizards. There's so many wizards. It was a terrible line from a terrible writer and I feel terrible for him, but I am pleased that you got to see him work because he is great. Uh, and it was very close because uh, uh, I was in the Globe Theater and we were down to the things. And also I will say this, I was worried because I think as everyone knows, I've like been dealing with my arm healing up. Um, I've been dealing with some chronic pain issues. And so I was like, I sat down and I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to keep fucking moving my black ass up. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to avoid a, an occasional flying wrestler. And like, it turns out they actually pay attention when people seem to be like, I, no, not here. And they will fly because <laughs> I was pretty central to the ring and like only a couple rows deep. Yeah. And like, I could definitely see them being like, yeah, we're not going to fly into that fucking fat bitch. They, they Not not in a oh, mean no, way. No, they were like, that beautiful lady in the glasses? <laughs> Absolutely not. I do think they feel out I think they feel vibes. I do think they know. It's a little bit like Magic Mike live, you know? They're like, can I lap dance here? No. Uh, I know I, I know. I'm not welcome. I think and they I feel to, out vibes. I got to sing uh, Kiss by a Rose at the top of my lungs. Nice. It was actually really fantastic. Today is going to be a bit of a different episode because uh, we actually have a true blue honest actor on here which is dope <laughs> the series heels is set for a second season on july 28th it features the continued drama of jack spade and ace spade in the duffy wrestling league oh those are some great names i don't know what i have to do to find the guy that i was before and we'll figure it out DWO is supposed to be the two of us working together. I need my own plan that puts wrestling behind me. A Spade is played by, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going yeah. full, Alexander Ludwig, <laughs> who was kind enough to join us now. <laughs> I got a little wrestling in there. I was impressed with that. I thought that was nice. Yeah, it had some gravitas to it. I could tell Alexander was like, he's super on board and pleased he's doing this with his evening now. I'm here for it. Well, so <laughs> I, 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 we were talking earlier and I was like, I want to make sure because I am also um, I am also part German. And so my Oma would kick my ass. The ancestors would come down from above and rain hell upon me if I did not get this good. So I'm going to do. You, you crush it. She'd be proud. Alexander Ludwig. Thank you. Alexander, welcome to Tights and Fights. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. So obviously we are a wrestling podcast. We love wrestling more than anything in the mm. entire world. Tell us about your journey into becoming a wrestling fan. Yeah, it was an interesting one, you know, because I um, I had finished a show called Vikings and I was kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And um, this this offer came in for the show and I was kind of skeptical about getting back into another TV show. Mm. Um, and my experience with wrestling, it wasn't like Stevens, my co-star, who's very, very much a, a, a huge fan. Like I'm when i was a kid if it was on i'd probably watch it like mm -hmm. i remember watching edge uh you know adam copeland who's yeah. since become a very close friend and <gasps> i worked with dwayne johnson early on in my career so like i've heard like stories you know the wrestling world and but i hate to say i, I wasn't like a massive fan what really drew me to the project was just this insane backdrop of a world and then these really complex characters and I loved Ace so much because he's one of those characters you love to love and you love to hate. Yes. And I think that to me, those have the makings of some of the greatest characters that I grew up watching. Where you going, big brother? 
Why don't we settle this right here? Tonight? Yeah! Cause that's my best friend you disrespected. These are my people you're insulting. And that's my belt you're wearing. But since then, my respect for the people who do what they do, first off, I think they're all insane. But I, I think uh, my <laughs> my respect for the art of it is, it knows no bounds. I mean, I try to explain it to people who've never done it. And I'm like, you know, it's like the insane schedule of a touring up and coming musician, yep. except instead of performing, it's like you're getting hit on the head with the guitar every night. <laughs> And it's like, it's just unbelievable what these people put themselves through. So to me, the most important thing with Heels was that we were authentic and, and we did right by that community. So I think we have and I, and we can we continue to try to push that, that envelope so that we can really honor that as well. And I've obviously since become a massive wrestling fan and I love it. And you realize that, you know, we're kind of everywhere. You start talking about heels and the more people know this show people will come up to me people you do not expect and they're just like oh i love wrestling like even <laughs> you know, even uh you know who you should get on here is is uh vanessa hudgens like vanessa and i just did bad boys together and vanessa and her fiance cole are massive wrestling fans uh you massive. literally just send us yeah. an email we will have vanessa hudgens on yeah. the show to talk about <laughs> wrestling you just changed our life you just <laughs> changed the trajectory of our entire lives this is this is breaking news on tights and fights Vanessa we love to talk soon. about. We love to talk about wrestling. We love to talk about musicals. So just saying, like yeah, it is, well, there is an intersection. Yeah. What wrestling are you watching right now, and what are you kind of into? Currently, I haven't seen I haven't seen any type of sports or anything for God knows how long. Just because we just had a uh, we had a baby, so we, we've been like <gasps> Congratulations. traveling, and then also just kind of like getting our ducks in a row. And I've been finishing. The bad boy sequel right now so it, i really haven't had a moment to even look at at anything but it's been an amazing kind of new chapter in my life oh you seriously so, yeah that, that is fun. so amazing yeah. congratulations so uh, thank you you talk about like there's so much that goes into it there's so much that the performers go through but you had to go through some of that during the training for the show so tell us what the training is like to get ready for heels yeah, I mean, I, I was just saying this in another interview. I was like, you know, it's so funny to me when actors are like, yeah, like I do all my own stunts and this and that. I'm like, really? Every single one. You do every single one, huh? <laughs> but it, in that same sentiment, the irony in that is that with this show, there was very little we could fake because you have to put mm -hmm. a camera in the ring. And, you know, we really wanted to get as close to or with, you know, within that ring as we possibly could. I mean, it's a square. You can't fake it. I mean, there's no nothing you can hide behind yeah. or anything like yeah. that. So for us, obviously, we have this incredible stunt team who are also pro wrestlers who I lean on massively, if anything, more for just authenticity, just mm. like to be like, hey, what would you do in this scenario? Or like, could this be a finisher for me? And like, what? <gasps> you know, and we have these like big these 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 chats about how to kind of further develop these characters and stuff. They're really there to help make this as realistic as possible and they've been invaluable to this show i can confidently say that 95 percent of the stuff that you see on that screen it is us doing That's uh, there's amazing. obviously like they're not going to let us fall off a 20-foot cage but like i would the... i would prefer if no one did even as a fan of <laughs> no. wrestling i'd be like we don't have no. to do this anymore yeah. <laughs> no but like any of the aerial stuff any of the flips that you see or any of that that's all me so it's like that's all stuff that we had to learn 
to do and mm. and, and we wanted That's to amazing. do yeah is there anything in particular that you enjoy like do you, are you a high flyer are you a technical guy is there, is there any move in particular that you you yeah. absolutely love when you see it catch a catch can guy we're just throwing around words mm. now why are we <laughs> I'm definitely a high flyer that is my jam which is funny because I am a bigger guy, you know, I'm six foot three, but I actually grew up competitive freestyle skiing. And I think that in some weird way that actually really helped with stuff like this, because I do feel really comfortable in the air. That's good to know. How does it compare? I mean, you've talked about doing all of these action sequences yourself, so much of it. How does it compare to some of the other roles you've done? You mentioned working with um, Edge on Vikings. You've had so many physical Mm -hmm. roles in the past. Was this something you came into and thought like, I've I've done this. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun it's gonna be easy or or is it is it a different kettle of fish totally like i definitely came in i don't want to say with a chip on my shoulder but just with like the feeling like this won't be that you know i got this and i couldn't have been more wrong like (laughs) vikings vikings is the most uncomfortable show in the world i I will die on that hill it's probably the most uncomfortable show to film (laughs) but heels without question has to be the most painful yeah it's a pain i've never experienced before (laughs) because when we're in the gym and like we're training for the show i try to tell people this i'm like it's not so that like you look good in tights it's like you have to get your body to a place where it can withstand yes the shit that it's going to be put through even as an actor because like yeah we're not doing 40 minute matches but we're doing non-stop eight minute matches stop and start mm-hmm. consistently throughout a day and like i felt pain in, in places i didn't even know existed and like it's funny the the ones that really ring your bell aren't the ones that you, that I ever expected like I always thought it would be the big moves but it's the small ones like running the, the ropes ones. is one I've heard that running people... the ropes is horrible and taking bumps is horrible <laughs> I was just gonna like, say that just, just like, like throwing ugh. yourself at the ground I imagine yeah. yeah you know what my body doesn't want to do as a living human being hurl Doesn't itself like it. to the floor yeah like I've spent all my life trying to stay upright like that's hard 100%. enough and yet you would have to like go in and for a living hurl yourself to the floor all day. That doesn't sound like fun. It, honestly, there there are worse jobs out there. And for me, so, all of us, yeah, true story. <laughs> true, so, true. so so much so much of the like of the joy I have doing what I do is 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 that learning experience of like of in such a short period of time trying to to look like an expert at something. Um, mm-hmm. And through that, you get this like crash course in in all these different uh, walks of life. And you know. This this one is amazing because to me it's like it's this mixture of like this incredible art form and theater meets this like ridiculously insane stunt performance. Like it really is this like beautiful thing. And all the guys that I talk to that are doing this for a living, they have this just like fervent passion for yes, it akin yeah. to like how I feel about what I do. And I just, you know, we bond over that. And the the struggle is the the same in terms of like getting a chance to actually make money doing this uh is is something you have to just like i mean it's it's no different from acting or anything it's like you are broke until you're not and it is a long long road of these guys going from town to town beating the shit out of themselves before they finally even get a chance if they get a chance so it's like it's wild how long does it take because obviously like we've been watching wrestling for like a million years and so we understand that like there's some choreography behind the scenes but a lot of the stuff is like things that they come up on the fly with but because of the way that movies and television are made that's just not how it works so how long does it take you say that you film these wrestling scenes and like eight minute intervals how long does it take to like film some of these big wrestling set pieces 
it depends. Like it, I want to say sometimes it could take a, a full day, but to be honest, like, especially this season, we didn't have that much time just because, you know, there's so much money on the line mm. when you're doing this stuff that like, that's the thing is like so much of like, making something look good on camera is all the work you do behind the scenes. Yes. It's not like this dance that you get to choreograph before. That's the most interesting thing about this. Like a lot of the movies and shows that I've done in the past where there's been fight sequences, it does feel like a dance, you know, like you've worked out these moves and then you go out and you do your dance. This and Vikings were kind of similar where like inevitably things are going to go wrong and, and you have, you cannot stop ever. So you have to be able to lean on the training that you have to kind of go with the flow and create your own show. And it's no different, you know, while the cameras are rolling, like Steven and I, especially like there, there are so many times where inevitably shit hits the fan and we have to just go with it and rely on these moves that we've learned to make it look really? authentic. And, and, and in that sense, you actually feel like you're you're wrestling in a proper match because that's what happens, right? Like these guys, yeah. th there's only so much you can script out before you're just kind of, you're just relying on your training. I'm assuming, uh, we all know Steven is a huge, huge wrestling fan. We've seen him, we've seen him work, we've seen his matches. I'm assuming that makes him a good scene partner <laughs> for this kind of thing. Is it, fun? is it fun to play in those scenes? Is that a good day for you? He's been tremendous. I love him dearly. And like, you know, he's a brother to me and I, you know, Stephen, for fear of making his ego even bigger, I got to choose my words carefully. <laughs> but I will say I really have relied on him a lot. You know, he's like, because he's such a massive wrestling fan. Like, there are times where I would like call Edge and I'd be like, what do I do here? And there's like, just on the phone, like in the middle of t a scene, like, hey, dude, like, cause we want to make this authentic, like, help me out. And he'll like, give me advice. But Stephen is like one of the other people that I'll talk to. And I'd be like, well, what would you do? Because he he follows this religiously. Like, this is his life. It's why he made so much sense for the show as well. It's like, this really is, you know, he lives and breathes wrestling. I wish I could say that I was the same, but I, I genuinely do love it. I've just never really followed any kind of sport in general the way that some people do. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. like real sports. I only like ones where the results are predetermined. Yeah. I don't. I don't like like people were like Danielle UFC and I'm like oh my god where they're actually trying to hurt each other no I'll watch the one where they pretend to hurt each other and if someone gets hurt everyone's real sad about it like that's you know what's you know what's crazy about that though and like this is something that like really drew me to the show and what I love to explore is like and Dwayne had actually told me about times this happened so I remember these these stories he would tell me back in the day when he was wrestling, when he was the rock, like on, you know, he would tell me their stories where like, listen, you can plan stuff out, but like at the end of the day, it's no secret that like the faces usually financially profit a lot more than the yes. heels sometimes. Like obviously if you're a heel, if you're a really big heel, then it's great. But like usually it's the faces who get all the glory. And what happens when one of those guys doesn't want it to go the way that everybody else wants it to go and it's live if he decides that like you know he's got a family to provide for yeah. if he just if he decides excuse my language but if he said fuck this i'm gonna just do my thing what does that look like and, and that to me was the most exciting i'm like that's like watching two broadway actors start fighting on stage yes. like yeah just like that's like, exactly what, what that is. is yeah and and yeah that's when they start shooting and to me that's like <laughs> That was the real drama in this show that I loved. I was like, I love when things don't go the way they're planned and it's alive. And next thing you know, you're not just performing for an audience, you're fighting for your livelihood and your place uh, in this mm -hmm. wrestling community. 
that to me is like, and, and that happens. No, that it does. actually happens. People like throwing potatoes and then trying to throw like yeah. receipts to be like, well, you did this and I got to get my lick back. There have been mm. so many instances of people who have decided to take a match into their own hands, like despite what everyone in the ring is telling them just because they're like, I, I'm choosing not to go out like this. So mm-hmm. speaking of things like that, we're, we're yeah. about to get into season two. Okay. How are you feeling about the story of season two compared to season one? No spoilies, but... I love it because if I had to boil down like season two, at least for my character, it's just that, you know, Ace in season one is this kind of this train wreck of a human being. Mm. You know, he's just erratic and he's all over the place. In season two, he finally... This is a journey of, of him deciding that he's got to stop being a people pleaser to... And he's got to start loving himself. And, mm. and, uh, and ironically, once he starts leaning into that version of himself, you start to see the semblance of, uh, of greatness inside of him, which I think is a, a lesson that kind of all of us can take. You know, it's like the second you start just like stop letting the external things fuel you and start working inside. So Ace kind of goes off on his own journey. And without giving away too much, he, he recreates himself both in the ring and outside of the ring. And I think you start to see the foundation being built towards because ace could be one of the greats just because he's like he's he's only great in this small town but you start to see that this promotion could be a national thing mm-hmm. and that ace could go with it and that to me was always where i wanted this show to go i always wanted to explore what does it look like when these two small town boys are faced with such huge stakes oh that is a beautiful way to put that mm. i i only have one more very important yeah. question uh which is you've mentioned some of the real life wrestlers that you've worked with, uh, which is amazing. And we're all very jealous uh-huh. and good for you. Good for <laughs> you, Alexander Ludwig. Uh, to be just good calling up you. Edge. To just call <laughs> Adam Copeland and be like, hey, Adam, how's it hanging? Well, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get him in the show. I want to get him in the show. I want them in the show as well. <laughs> we would yeah. like that. Yeah. We would appreciate that. We love his work uh, in all kinds. But you, you mentioned that you worked with these wrestlers. You also worked, um, like you said, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You've worked with CM Punk. Mm-hmm. What I would like to know, what I know Danielle would like to know, what I know the whole Tights and Fights universe out there at large wants to know, is Phil Brooks a good kisser? Honestly, that's why we cast him. <laughs> Fantastic. He was an incredible kisser. He, he's kissed me and Steven multiple times, and I, it's one of the best kisses I've ever had in my life. I, I can't I'm, think of a better I, way to I mean, wrap this up. I can't think of a, a more beautiful look, note. Yeah. To, Every to straight on. edge man has been the hottest <laughs> maker outer that I've ever been with. it's a true story it's a true story straight edge men they have nothing else they can pay attention they're not on anything yeah when he needs to revamp his character now we know which way he needs to go this is clearly part of him that he hasn't explored on screen that we need to see in the CM Punk character I think this all makes sense this is fantastic thank you so much we are so excited Uh, about heels season two uh we are so excited what else do you have coming up soon is there anything you want to tell us about where can we find you on social media if you would touch yourself in such a way at alexander ludwig is uh is just me on twitter and on instagram and i do that from time to time and uh we just had a movie come out called The Covenant. Guy Ritchie directed it with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. So that's out if you haven't heard, seen it yet. Check Yo. it out. Uh, it's, a great, it's a great movie. Uh, we just finished the Bad Boys sequel. So that'll be out sometime next year. And then I got a movie that I just did with Nick Cassavetes. That'll be out next year too, sometime. Well, please, so, please, yeah. please, please come back. Yeah. Even if, look, 
uh, come back and just talk to us more about wrestling because it sounds yeah, amazing. I love and that. we want to uh, anytime. Thank you. Um, so heel season yeah. two is on stars July 28th. <clears throat> Get back into my <clears throat> Alexander Ludwig. <laughs> <laughs> clip that use it um, thanks so much for joining us thanks, <laughs> seriously we cannot it. appreciate that enough thank, thank you. you so oh, much thank you we yeah. really appreciate it and congrats congratulations again on your that's amazing thank you so much so lovely. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get her to start running the ropes soon so I'll keep oh. you posted so. I mean start them young exactly. start them young keep them regular <laughs> that's why here if I was, a, look, if I was a kid and I had like a four post bed that was actually a ring well, I would have broken more bones than I already have. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, thank you so much again. Have a good day, Alexander. Of course. Yeah, see you guys. Have a good one. Thank, thank you. you. This was amazing. Thanks. Bye. Up next, we have got three things from wrestling that you should know about. Up next on Tights and Fights. Hey, Max Fun listeners, this is Cameron Esposito. I'm a stand-up comic, actor, writer, best-selling author, and podcaster. I got a great show called Query, where I interview LGBTQ plus luminaries across, oh, a bunch of fields. People in entertainment, astronauts, musicians, rock stars. I am bringing the show to maximum fun. You can listen right now, and I am so happy to be on this network. We have new episodes out every Monday. You can listen at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. It's official. Max Fun has become a co-op. We're now a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you. Thanks to supporters and listeners like you, Max Fun will always be a place where employees have a say. Thanks to you, shows can continue to partner with an independent, values-driven network. Thanks to you, we're able to carry on our commitment to our shows and the community we've grown together. Learn more about what becoming a co-op means for us and you at MaximumFun.org co-op. That's MaximumFun.org C-O-O-P. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, joined today by... Lindsay Cow. Lindsay Cow. God, this is one of those moments where Julian's not going to clip us, where we actually both look fucking dope as shit. <laughs> we look gorgeous. He's going to so, clip the terrible photo. <laughs> Julian, you keep using a really bad photo of me, even though I routinely show up here in full makeup. Today, Thank when I look you. exhausted, you're not going to do it. And I, I will have words. I will submit an official look. photograph for this. I'm this sick man, of this nonsense. I sick love you, Julian. Nonsense. I love you, Julian. But this man will always be like, oh, well, they're having a lot of fun. So we'll clip them and post it. And it's like, no, you don't understand. You married another human. You know how this goes. You should know better. That's what I'm putting over this week. Julian doing better <laughs> by our faces. I love, look, <laughs> I, I will say this. Isn't it fantastic that we're a podcast that the only thing that we could be like, producer, do better is like, Oh, Warn me in advance so I can make my lips not ashy. Sure. <laughs> truly, <laughs> truly. Don't great. send me in for filler, Julian. I'm this close. <laughs> this close. <laughs> um, and it's time to share. <laughs> I finally got there. And it's time to share the joy of wrestling with you. This is the three count. Watch my three count. One, 
Lindsay Kelk, my love, my one and only. What are you putting over? I I really want to put over Bailey's cats again, but I can't because I've already put over Bailey's cats. But she keeps posting pictures of the cats and the cats are so cute. And I love the cute cats and I love Bailey and it's a lot. Um, So instead, I'm going to put over um, an anticipatory joy, a preemptive put over. I am so pumped for money in the bank. I... I don't know what's wrong with me. I I know better than to build this up in myself. I know but we better don't. than this, Danielle. But I'm like, I don't, do I? Because the live events this year, the premium live events, have all been so good. And everything outside of the US has been so good. And I look at this card and I say... More of this, please. I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited. I really am. I'm at, um, gosh, I'm at that moment in like a romance novel where it's like, it's the end of like act one, like during act two where you're like, do I dare believe again? Do I dare believe again? And then the end of act two beginning of act but three but then they have the end of act two breakup and yeah you've got the act three breakup and your heart is broken and then you've got to hang on until the end so like i know i know i like I'm, to believe i'm, I'm so at excited. the end but my heart feels I like believe. i'm at act two but i i believe with you and we're gonna watch those together it's gonna be good it's gonna be good it can't not be good even if the results on what someone would want or what you might expect. I don't see I how think the, the story is gonna be good. event won't yeah. be super fun. I think the crowd's going to be crazy bananas. Eight o'clock on a Saturday night in London in July, they're all going to be leathered. I can't start to tell you how drunk everyone's going to be at this event. 8 what p.m. Does, on a Saturday. What does leathered mean? Oh, very drunk. Leathered. Uh, Absolutely nope, leathered. Nope. I had a whole Judas Priest thing in my face and I yep, was like, no, I should no. ask before I assume. <laughs> They're gonna be hammered. Um it's I mean Saturday in July, it's a sunny day. Is it a sunny day? She says going to it won't matter if it's a sunny day, but if it's a sunny day it'll be even worse. Honestly, it might be sat outside drinking all day. It might so be that's sunnier than it is kind. here in LA because in LA the it's been like dreary been... and wild. Okay, so it's uh, some sun, some cloud with a high of 76. Hot. Everyone's going to be absolutely shit-canned. Everyone is going to be so drunk. Oh, they're going to be, be sat yeah, yeah, outside, yeah. drunk all day, rolling up, sunburned, sunstroke, full of pie, and very drunk and ready to sing. And I I, am, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, because you're going to be around that area right we'll talk i about that. i'm i'm heading out there on monday i fly on monday oh, so we'll, hopefully the mess will have been cleaned up by the time i arrive we'll get into that <laughs> later um uh julian uh since obviously uh halbert is not uh hanging out for this episode that means that julian gets to be a person I guess there's no good way to ever say it. There's literally, <laughs> I have tried a million times since 20 fucking 16 to figure out a good way to be like, I guess Julian gets to talk now. It never sounds great. Julian, what are you putting over? I am going to put over my amazing video clipping skills. Oh, no, I'm going to put over. <laughs> no, they're great. Just ask me first so I don't look ashy. 
Don't try me, Julian. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the Zoom camera hides ten pounds of ass. No, it right doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna put over. Uh, I'm gonna put over Forbidden Door specifically for one thing. I'm somebody in wrestling who gets very swept up with a crowd mm-hmm. every time um, I'm watching mm-hmm. a thing. I love to. I will almost like convince myself to get more down with something like if i like something if i hear a crowd like it i will like it way way more uh because i am just a a very easily impressionable person and that is why i try not to listen to people that'll peer pressure me is that why you don't answer my texts (laughs) no danielle not getting another cat nice try (laughs) um uh yeah i love the crowd uh that was involved in this wrestling show it was a lot of fun i would also say that uh gosh where was that um Oh, there was another WWE show recently where they also had a fan. Oh, it was Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's Raw episode. Fantastic wrestling crowd. We're recording this and you guys are probably hearing this uh, after Forbidden Door has been over for a few months. But um, And uh, the Cleveland wrestling show even longer than that. But you know what? Good wrestling crowds lately, guys. Uh, keep up the energy because you make watching the TV show um, a lot more tolerable whenever you guys are really into it. I agree. And look, it's Pride Weekend. And we've often talked about, like, the promise of AEW and things that, like, we don't necessarily like about AEW, but things that they caught in and did whatever. Obviously, I'm going to give a great big fucking hugsy, hugsy, queer ass hug to Anthony fucking Bowens. I'm sorry. I I, I don't know if I like the execution, but I loved loved what happened i loved him being like i'm gay did you get kicked too many times in the head by a kangaroo when you were a kid (laughs) because i don't know if you can see my gear here lady i'm gay (laughs) and he's taken yes I love the audience doing a he's gay chant in a way that isn't gross or weird. And to me, like having Max Caster, who has known been known to violate in like a million different ways with like the shit that he says, literally like he's he looks like Chun-Li doing the yatta at like the end of like a match where she wins. Like he looks like he's so proud having fucking the badass Billy Gunn going and like wrapping his arms around him, especially after we all know what happened with Billy, like in the 90s or not 90s in the 2000s when they were doing Billy and it was not great. Um, So just to have him have that moment, like my little black queer ass, I did, I popped and I will continue to pop. I'm really fucking proud of them for letting him have that moment. I'm really fucking proud of him for taking that moment. Truly. Um, oh, that's the truth. Totally. I, I don't know what... I, I I don't work there, but I just... Man, happy goddamn motherfucking pride. Like, watching... And, and I've talked about this before with all of wrestling and any corporation where I've been like, sometimes the thing that you love doesn't feel like it loves you back. I hope that this is the beginning of a conversation and not the end of it, but it was a pretty fucking dope beginning of a conversation. I'm so close to starting to sing Looks Like We Made It. <laughs>
Like, I'm so close to playing you out with <laughs> Baby! Well, no, because we don't know what made it looks like. Made it. Yeah, obviously. Of it look, looks like we look might have started. Come, scissor daddy. <laughs> right. That, I mean, it's the second line that really moves this along. Yeah. Aw, look how far we've come. And look how yeah, much further was... we still have to go. But at least we started. At least we started. And we love that. And we love him. Yeah, an adorable and pretty, baby. And, and and aside from the fact that obviously like like fucking uh, they're amazingly talented or they wouldn't be there, it did, which gave my heart a thing. Um, so that is it, and that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk, hi baby, along with hi. me, Danielle Radford. Special thanks to listeners Wes Butch. Brian and Benjamin for submitting questions for Alexander. Did y'all get together with the names? Because like it's <laughs> Wes coming Butch, up after the break. We've Brian. got Wes and Butch versus Brian and Benjamin. Oh, in a tag team. Like I mean, that would work for me, Butch. Butch. Well, now we're just pop fictioning. How does it feel to kill a man, Butch? Sorry, Butch. you know what it sounds like is one of those like uh, those motorcycle lawyers that are on like billboards in Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, contact the law offices of West Butch, Brian, and Benjamin. West Butch, Brian, and Benjamin. Oh, West Butch and Brian Benjamin coming up after the break. West Butch and Brian Benjamin <laughs> in a number one contenders match. I mean, all of us are the best. But that is listeners. also like. Two thousand and five. We shouldn't say this out loud because they will take those names. Someone will listen, and next week you'll turn on NXT, <laughs> and it will be you will see Wes Butch and Brian Benjamin. Like it will happen. It will happen. Oh, and it'll be really qu- not good. Um. So, <laughs> Lindsay Cal, what you plugging this Hi, week, baby? I remain plugging the same. I am plugging that goddamn book. Um, Love Me Do is out on July twenty first. Uh, 20th. Oh my god, I don't even know. It's out on July 20th in the UK. Uh, I will be in the UK whoring it around up and down that aisle. I will be all over town. I'll be in Sheffield, Edinburgh, Newcastle, York, Reading, London, Milton Keynes, Blue Water, and Liverpool. Um, I will be sleeping at some point. I don't know when that will be. Um, but I, yeah, I'm coming. We're going to do events. It's going to be so cool. I hope you can all come. So many of them are nearly sold out or are sold out. If anyone is in Reading or near Reading, that's publication day. And that's Thursday the 20th. So that will be like a super, super fun party. Um, And we have two incredible co-hosts for that event too. It's Jane Fallon and Adele Parks, who are absolutely huge authors. Huge. Enormous madness um and that's a bigger venue so i know we still have tickets for that um and also the liverpool event if you're in liverpool we always get this giant event for liverpool so i know there are still tickets available for that and that is the last night of the tour so that will be a party plus that venue has a full bar just saying just saying oh we love a full bar so definitely come to reading and liverpool um uh, or the signings in Sheffield, Blue Water, Milton Keynes. They won't sell out because they're just signings and I'll just be there hanging around, sitting around, waiting to talk to you about wrestling. I'm like, let me talk to you. Yeah. Go there until it's so time for her to leave. Do that. But do it early. Yeah. Don't come at like, you know, Yeah, don't come like when it says she's here at one, don't come at like three. And then, because then you're like homo and he didn't go to the mall to see Mr. T. And yep. he said, I'll go a little later. I'll go a little later. But then when I got there, he'd already left. And when I asked the mall guy if he was ever coming back, he said he didn't know. So don't do that. 
don't be deep space homer <laughs> come at the time that it says or around that time and chat wrestling with me I would love that. Oh, we love that. For me, um, oh, here's a thing. Uh, so this show that I've been working on for a couple of months on Cracked called The New Cracked. The I guess it's like the revisited Cracked. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> the show I've been working on for Cracked called Staff Picks. The idea is that a bunch of us, it's me and Patrick Willems and some occasional friends, are going to different, oh God, it's actually really cool, different vintage stores and like picking out different movies that they might have, like cassettes or like whatever, and being like, well, in our dream world where we could have an actual physical video store, these are the things we would like put in there. And so it's that's just like talking about movies with like really cool people. And that's amazing. So go watch that. On New Rockstars, I have been doing, we just did a show where it was like, who could be a secret scroll? So I just did that one. And then um, I think that we've probably got another one of those coming up. So I've got a bunch of stuff coming in addition to, you know, my rag stuff. Uh, uh, honest trailers, blah, blah, blah. And then also uh, some other things coming up too. I feel weird always saying that. Because I sound like <laughs> Yeah, but you're kind of a big deal. So I'm not a big deal. You gotta do these things. She's kind of a big deal. You just named two shows that you're doing. That's that's a big deal. I'm so sorry to tell you. You only say that because we're friends and you love me. Which is true. I which... mean that too. But mostly <laughs> because it's true. Our producer is the punstler Julian Burrell, senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher, Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting them over for that. Thank you to all of the Max Fun members that keep this show going. We really fucking love and appreciate you. Keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels in the show notes. Find our Tights and Fights WrestleMania shirt at maxfunstore.com, and you can celebrate ice cream Christmas with us all year long. We'll be back next week for more You Guessed It, Rathland. Here comes the pain, bow to the masters, this is a podcast, they are podcasters, Max Fun's the network, Dyson Fights is the name. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.